Ahoy there, matey. Welcome aboard the world of boating. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. You're going to need a bigger boat. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. I was just looking in to buy a boat of my own. Call World of Boating toll-free now at 1-888-28-BOAT. That's 1-888-828-BOAT. And welcome, this is the World of Boating, Greg, your first mate, Barry the Boater, Captain Patrick and Mike the Mariner rounding out the cruise. we navigate the latest boating news and information. All right, so uh, here we are in Florida, that's where we're based out of for the World of Boating, and uh, this week we have had our first storm of the season. Now, it ended up just being a big drenching, mostly for South Florida and the Keys, but um but yeah just a lot of rain right barry you're down there that's all you've yeah, gotten right? yeah they they've had up to i think 14 or 15 inches in hollywood florida yeah so yeah some flooding it, it was, i've heard it you was know, some flooding yeah it wasn't as not bad as insignificant <laughs> well no, it's it not you're, you're, you are absolutely right mike i mean and, and actually i've gotten some reports of some of the flooding uh down there but yeah you know it's not not that bad i i don't i haven't gotten any direct first-hand uh, reports from the Florida Keys because they might have got a little worse than uh, what you got there down there in South Florida. I think is that right, Barry? Or do you? Yeah, know? they they got more of the well. We had the big squall lines that would come up from the south. Yeah, it went through the Keys. It loses a little bit of a punch once it passes the Keys, right. and but it continued to bring just rolls and rolls of rain. Right, but uh, you so, know, uh, you guys are used to the rain uh, yeah. and that kind of thing. It, it's the wind that's the big issue, and, and the wind wasn't too bad on this storm. Yeah. But I got I got to say, I mean, I, I did uh, field a lot of questions and got some reports this week from people that were starting to freak out, like, "Oh my God, it's hurricane season! We got a storm! We got to prepare!" Oh my God, you know. And, and I mean, were you feeling any of that kind of anxiety with the uh, even no, though you knew it wasn't going to be that bad or what? Most most people down here already know to prepare. I mean, you see it; it's in the news. They had the sales tax holiday yeah. uh, through the state of Florida to start stocking up on supplies and. Uh, I think the biggest thing that hurts the most right now is the fuel prices. You know, if you want to pack yeah. away some extra fuel, you look at it while the thing's going spinning so fast. Right. So back in the old days, the old meters, and uh, you're saying, oh, I hope there's a storm so I can use this. Or you put it in your car in yeah. November. Yeah, this probably wasn't the week to have to stock up on fuel because of no. a storm, unfortunately, yeah. for a lot of people. Right. Uh, but, you know, on, on the uh, good side, it wasn't a big deal. Uh, and, and maybe it'll act as a, a way to get everybody properly prepared, especially for their boat for the season, because you got to have this stuff ready to go, especially if you have a vessel, uh, you know, off the coast of Florida, we're smack. Well, we're, we're at the very beginning. We already had a storm swing through the state. So go figure, uh, you know, mm -hmm. it is what it is and you just have to be prepared. Right, Barry? Yeah. And, and that's what I mean. You, you come up with an idea of the plans you want to do. And I, I, did some of those plans for this storm. I lowered my antennas. I did some other things around the house to see yeah. how smoothly everything went, and it went really well. So I know that if there's a big one coming by, it won't take me that long to get things set up. Well, like I said, uh, it might be a little warm up uh, to the season, and it might Hopefully get, not. get people on there. Well, get people ready. Uh, and it's good that the first one wasn't a big deal, but maybe a lot of people stocked up and got ready, and they'll be ready if something, you know, 
uh, comes, it's mm-hmm. a little bit more forceful for the season. Now, uh, fuel prices, yeah, hurting everybody, whether there's a storm mm-hmm. or not. Doesn't, don't have to be in Florida to, to benefit from that uh, little uh, incident that we're dealing with. And Mike the Mariner went out on Memorial Day. He posted something. I don't know if this was on the World of Boating Facebook page, Mike, but I, I got the uh, picture of you said, eh, blew 1100 bucks on fuel. I'm like, holy <laughs> crap. Yeah. Was that just from one yeah. day of cruising or the whole weekend? No, no, no. We were gone. Uh, we were gone five days, oh, okay. and uh, right. it was a, you know a couple of couple of hundred miles uh, uh, up and back. But the the thing thing was, I burned about 150 gallons on the trip. I had burned about 20 gallons before that, 27 mm-hmm. gallons before I left. So uh, really, on the way back, I just decided to top it off. Yeah, um, and, and just have enough because fuel prices are still rising i paid six dollars and 21 cents uh for diesel uh, per gallon yeah and i think it's going to go a little bit higher so i just decided to go ahead and take the hit now and now the boat's full and the way i'm going to run it during hurricane season will be short trips and i, I probably won't have to put fuel in it again until august or, or well so. so you know you you uh, uh took on the masses and the inexperienced boaters that went out on Memorial Day weekend uh, and, and rolled the dice and, and got through it, uh, despite the fact that you had to blow that much in fuel. Uh, but what, what were the crowds like? I'm starting to wonder if the fuel prices are keeping pe- uh, keeping boaters off the water. What do you think? Well, they are. I was actually surprised at how few boats were on the river, uh, the St. John's River between here and almost Jacksonville, uh, the whole the whole weekend. Yeah. Um, the, the the two marinas that we went to uh, we went to a place called Renegades and a place called Boathouse for the Blue Crab Festival, and in both places they had several cancellations and slips available, and they never do on mm. Memorial Weekend. They're usually booked up six months in advance. Wow! So, and you know, I think fuel prices certainly had. Uh, something to do with that played sure. a factor yeah it's, it, you yeah. know it's this is all anecdotal we don't know but you know you put two and two together you kind of wonder if if there's going to be an effect it's already in an effect mm-hmm. possibly we'll have to wait and see how things progress but hopefully that mm-hmm. isn't a sign of things to come i want to see more people getting out on the water for the season not less i yeah, and there are ways that can that can be done too you know you there, there are some strategies you can employ to still enjoy your boat and what, burn sales yeah, you can mount you can mount a sail on your ski boat. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's the first step. You're gonna dr- yeah, I, I think you'll drown your skier if you do that. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I mean uh, on on the St. John's, what do you got? About a four knot current running north. Um, so just kind of go with the current and right. uh, save some fuel there. And on the way back, uh, have sea ha- have sea tow. Yeah, and call call in a breakdown, <laughs> and you need to get towed back to your home port. Oh, there's an and, idea. You know, for 150 bucks a year, uh, you know, you're pretty well covered on getting towed back and uh, don't have to burn that fuel. So uh, that's a tip from uh, Captain Barry. Well, okay. Okay. Well, you, well, you just you just told thousands of people that tip, and there are three sea tow boats on this river. Yeah, that's a, a Florida redneck so call, tip. To, you better uh, call like a week in advance and say, I'm planning to break down at Silver Glen you're gonna next can- Thursday. Yeah. You're yeah. going to cancel my membership because of you. Exactly. Cito <laughs> is online is on the hotline already. They're right. Like, How dare you? Uh, just just going to say, pride takes a back seat when uh, diesel hits ten bucks a gallon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, All right. It is ugly. It is ugly, and, it, and unfortunately, it's it's probably going to get worse before it yeah, gets but, better. Yeah, but you know what? I want I want to let's talk about something here mm-hmm. real quick. 
Yeah. Because it, Mike is filthy uh, rich. So eleven hundred bucks is nothing to him. No. Well, no, it's not, not that. Close. It's not. It's not that Mike's <laughs> filthy rich. Mike. Okay. Mike is very astute when it comes to boating and and the type of boat that he upgraded to and things of that nature. But when you look at uh, let's say if you were planning on doing a weekend trip with your with your family and going out and driving to one of these places and getting a hotel for two, three days overnight for what Mike spent in fuel is about probably what you would have wound up spending on, you know, driving and hotels and, and all that sure. stuff. And he's all self-contained yeah. all in one. Mm. Right. Right. No, okay. that's true. All right. You can look right. at it well, that way. You, sure. always, you always say, Greg, you always say that cruising it or not cruising, but when you go on those big cruise ships, that's the most economical way to go on a trip. True. It can be. There's no doubt that uh, they they make it very appealing on the financial side of things. Mm-hmm. And sure. Yeah, you know, taking your boat out still is cheaper than taking a family of four to Disney World or God knows oh. where else. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't even want to know what Disney costs anymore. I'm so out 175 of bucks a pop a day a person to, to, wow. uh, to, to, yeah. to have to have the privilege of standing in line. <laughs> That's right. And still and, paying for food and drinks. And an ice exactly. cream cone is how much? <laughs> and uh, a place $7. to stay. Yeah, yeah. probably. Right. So, like you know, that. when, when uh, you know, just because of our advocacy of, of boating, it's really not that Mike blew 1100 bucks on fuel. We're all Mike, getting screwed, is what you're no, saying. No, Mike, <laughs> Mike, Mike was fortunate and is fortunate enough to where he was, he was able to spend that money and go out and enjoy i mean a great weekend yeah if you're going to spend that kind of money you might as well uh, do it what you know do what you what you love spending time out on the water and that's what it's all about more coming up on the world of boating stay close you're listening to the world of boating radio network Posting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers listen up from their high-impact NK resin to their exclusive power claw latches, Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook, the evolution of protection. explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Even Keatley wasn't ready for me or anything that followed. Chased by a police department, led by his ex-girlfriend, and hunted by brain-fork-wielding Fijian assassins, it's everything he can do to keep from getting locked up, killed, or worse. Kava Screw is available as an ebook for $2.99 at Amazon.com. Kava Screw, 
put a brain fork in him. He's done. You have successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating. I do like the one. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. The sun, the sea air, good friends. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. We now return to Night Boat, the crime-solving boat. Faster, Night Boat. You've got to catch those starfish poachers. You don't have to yell, Michael. I'm all around you. Oh, no, the headed for land. You'll never catch them now. Incorrect. Look, a canal. Oh, night boat, go! Oh, every week there's a canal. Or an inlet. Or a fjord. Quiet! I will not hear another word against the boat. I was young, I was dry, but to sail I would go. One hour on the water, I was soaked down below. Though I tried, I couldn't hide from my mother's piercing view. But all she would say was, a big boy like you. Wet before, wet before, wet behind, wet behind. We're the members of the Wet Pants Club. Get a little pissed here. Wet before, wet before, wet behind, wet behind. We're the members of the Wet Pants Club. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Barry the Boater, Captain Patrick, Mike the Mariner, rounding out the crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information. All right, so... uh Mike the Mariner had a, a great Memorial Day weekend out on the water, even though it cost him a buck or two. Uh, it's just hard to avoid that <laughs> at this uh, at this point in time. Uh, but uh, it was worth it. It was an investment yes. in your entertainment. Uh, sure. I mean, right? it didn't cost any more than any other type of vacation, yeah. quite frankly. Exactly. Yeah. There you go. The, Hotels, the glass is half full. Yeah. For sure. Rental cars, whatever you're doing. And yeah. we didn't spend money on any of that stuff. So we I bought guess food. We had that's to- right. The worst thing that could happen is you just stay home and do nothing. And uh, you got to do something. It just may cost yeah. a little bit more money right now. That's sure. all. And uh, yeah, it's probably not going away anytime soon. But hey, it's well worth it. It's worth the effort, worth the financial investment. Well, I can tell you on the manufacturing end, we have not seen a drop off in orders. So. Yes. Yeah, fuel, because most boaters realize there's going to be fluctuation. It's going to be up. It's going to be down. Mm-hmm. And the majority, I mean, they're, it's a weekend getaway, you know, whether they're staying in the marina or they're just going out to watch the sunset. Yep. They're not going out and burning through 500 gallons every weekend. Yep. Yeah, they run their boat differently. Yeah, right? they're just running offshore and then anchoring and turning the engines off and enjoying the view. And uh, yeah. maybe that's why you got to kind of uh, focus more on that kind of stuff, uh, for sure. Yeah, there are several things. There are several things you can do to still enjoy your boat and minimize your fuel prices. I like or it. fuel cost. You know, yeah. um, you know, like I, if you're I, on a like if you're on a river like this, like mm-hmm. the St. John's River, and typically you put your boat in in Sanford and go to Silver Glen, which is probably a twenty-seven or eight-mile run. You know, instead trailer it to to highway 44 and put in there and, and make your river run, you know, half the distance and save, save all that fuel, you know, and maybe even get to silver Glen earlier and enjoy the, the water there longer. So, Absolutely. Barry, the boater, you know, what say you, um, you bring a lot of people on board, hand them each a paddle and tell them to start paddling. Okay. I'm not boating with Barry anytime <laughs> soon, but uh, <laughs> you'll get stronger. 
<laughs> That's true. Yeah, you you know, look for those <laughs> rowing clubs that really need to do their workout, and then just invite <laughs> them over on a Saturday or Sunday. Said, "Here, guys, you can paddle me up the river." It's well, uh, Barry the boater with rowing with the eighties. Well, you know, Barry, you actually bring up something that that you know when you talk about working out, it's you know putting your boat on a diet. Uh, actually, going through your boat, no matter what the size, and looking for any gear that you've got on board that. Man, I didn't even realize that I had a 25-pound toolbox. Hey, what, <laughs> what? I don't have to take my mother-in-law? Are you kidding me? Well, well wow. no, I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> we, we, we tend to collect stuff in our boats over a period of time, and there are things that we don't want to get rid of, certainly our safety gear. Um, but they're, they're, you know, do I really, you know what? I had five anchors on this boat because the one time I went out and I was anchoring in such and such place and it was a heavy current and whatnot. Do I need to be carrying all five anchors at this point? No, you mm-hmm. don't. So, you know, go through your boat. You should be doing that a couple times a year anyway and take a look at what gear you've got on board. What do you need? Or if you're going out for the day, what do you need for that trip? And don't take any extra stuff. Hmm. Put yeah, your I, boat I, on a diet. I like it. Yeah, yeah. I, I pulled off cushions off my. I mean, they don't weigh much, but I pulled off cushions to save on cleaning if I knew I wasn't going to be sitting anywhere in those areas. No, come on. That's just because when you take Greg out on your boat in case he decides to hurl. Uh, yeah. well, he's yeah. that too. Yeah, that green stuff comes out of his mouth. It's mm-hmm. disgusting. Yeah, yeah. It'll projectile. Right yeah. It'll wash right off. Ugh. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, get out there and boat. It's cheaper than all the other activities, like you said, in uh, perspective, for sure. So it's still worth getting out there despite the uh, fuel prices. Uh, what else do we got on the agenda uh, this week, uh, Patrick? You've been away for a while, so you probably, you're probably stocked up with a ton of boating stuff. Is that right? No. Oh, you have no, nothing? You no, got nothing. Okay. No. Uh, actually, uh, following uh, some stuff that Barry was uh, <laughs> sending back and forth, you know, Barry, when it comes to maintaining your boat, uh, no matter what size, a boat and a trailer, Barry is probably one of the most diligent people that I've ever come across in doing that to the point where when he sends me stuff, it's like, why are you doing that? Well, because, you know, just, and it's like, all right, you really, that's, you, you, pull it back a little bit, Barry. Yeah, he's but, very anal when it comes to boating I, preparation. I did, I, I, I prefer diligent. Um, okay. Well, <laughs> but um, Barry ran into some things, and the reason why I bring this up is not because Barry did anything wrong, but for somebody who takes such good care of their vessel and their trailer, there were some things that he encountered that I do believe for a boat that's named Surprise oh, came as quite the surprise. Right? Really? <laughs> like what, Barry? Well, well, I pulled. I um, decided over the Memorial weekend to do a little work, get it all the boat all set up because i knew it was boat safety week and all that so Mm -hmm. i checked my fire extinguisher which was was built in 2008 and i remember there was a recall not too long ago about these fire extinguishers um after a certain amount of time they said just change them out uh maybe because they don't get hydroed or something like that they don't extinguish anymore so you need to i I don't know you know yeah but i i went and purchased some gear i got new flares because they were expiring this month which they are Mm. um Hmm. But then I decided to pull the boat out and start the engine because it had been sitting for a while. Uh, I got it outside. I hooked up the muffs. I checked everything out. I cranked it over. It started right up. I saw water come out of the little pee hole, and I knew that my water pump was working well. And I just let it run for half an hour. And then while I was doing that, I also checked the radio. Um, 
a radio is supposed to be matched to the antenna, or actually the antenna is supposed to match the radio. Yeah. Uh, so what you do is you check the antenna with a special type of meter called an SWR meter, or in my case, I have an antenna analyzer. And I found that it was off a little bit. And I said, well, I'm going to fix this. Before I adjust the antenna, I need to replace some of these fittings that have decomposed over the years. And uh, I sent Patrick those photos. Uh, And then the other thing that I decided to do is change the fuel water separator. And the mount that it was mounted on was really corroded. And I said, well, let's just do the whole thing. Uh, So wait a minute. You sent uh, Captain Patrick photos of your deteriorating uh, connections? Yeah. You're not anal. You're crazy. No, but That's the radio, <laughs> you rely on the radio for your safety. If right, but why are you sending these pictures to Patrick? What's he going to well, do? Like, show glad I'm not you, know, you, Barry. <laughs> before and after. You know, oh, electrical okay. parts Electrical parts are the things that you don't see unless you dig into your boat. All right. Yeah, yeah. He, you got to look at them. He's diligent. Is that what, was that the word, Patrick? That is the word. Okay. We've never broken down yet. All right, I'll go. We'll go with that. Mr. Barry the Boater Anal Guy. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Traffic sucks, unless you're scuba diving with Mike Scott. Mike glanced down at his dive computer. It showed less than 50 PSI left in his tank. Probably just a few more breaths. Or riding shotgun in a thrilling car chase. One bullet hit the Jeep's windshield, spider webbing the passenger side. Mike shifted into second gear and felt the Jeep leap forward. This just got serious. Escape your commute with audiobooks from author Eric Douglas. Download to your phone. Go to booksbyeric.com or audible.com. Do you have a message or product you need to share with the boating world? Well, look no further than the World of Boating Radio Show. Just like you, thousands of boating enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Go to worldofboating.com, send us an email, and let's get to work to make your marketing message matter. Successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating. I do like the one. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. The sun, the sea air, good friends. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Welcome aboard. I will be your captain. You'll be my scallywags. I don't know what that means, but you will be them. And here's how we play. Thank you for your attention and welcome aboard. Let's go. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Barry the Boater, Captain Patrick, Mike the Mariner, rounding out the crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information. All right, so Barry the Boater, properly prepared for boating season. He's went through his boat forwards and backwards, found a few little uh, things that he had to tweak. But you're all oh, uh, oh, you're no. 100% now, right? Oh, no. Oh, no. no. Why? Well, well, no. What did you find that you didn't fix, Barry? Well, well, um, I needed to put air in the tires. They're supposed to be set at 50 PSI, and they in were down to 30. tires. In okay. my trailer tires, yeah, yeah, not the boat. The boat doesn't have tires. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> I inflated them up, yeah. and everything was fine. And after I was done running the engine, I roll it back into the garage, get it all settled in, and I'm just buttoning things up. And then all of a sudden, I start hearing this loud hissing noise. Yes, exactly. 
actual sound effect. And I look on both sides and I see one side is beginning to get lower and lower. And I quick got out my floor jack, put it under the axle and jacked it up. Mm. And I'm looking at this tire and I'm spinning it slowly, wondering what little hole I had. And it turned out where the whole tire just split. Really? (laughs) Yeah. Um, If this had been on the road, it would have been a catastrophic blowout. Um, It would have really done some damage. Yeah. Uh, so was the tire just kind of rotted out on you, you think, from being in the garage too long? Yeah. What? You know, it's funny because usually you'll see tires rot out on the outside. The rubber kind of gets hard and you'll see cracks develop, sort of like, you know, your skin. Mm-hmm. Um, but because it sits in the garage, it didn't happen like that. What it did is because from what I've been reading, and, and I think Captain Patrick will tell me, you know, what's right, what's wrong here, is that if you let the air out too much and it sits and starts to develop like a flat area, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, it causes the rubber to separate from the belts. Mm-hmm. It gets a memory uh, in uh, there. It got something, yeah, but you saw the results. You could post it up on the website if you hadn't already. Mm-hmm. Um, what should it be done? Uh, Patrick, move his trailer around a little bit in the in the garage every few months? No. What what what? I have done in the past with trailers that I know are going to be used infrequently is jack them up and put them up on blocks. Just take the yeah. pressure off the tires altogether. Yeah, they're they're completely clear of the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's a trailer that I know is going to be an extremely long time, especially if I don't want anybody at the factory using it, I'll pull the tires off. Hmm. interesting (laughs) yeah and i can do that i can put it up on jack stands it's not a problem i just really hadn't thought of it and um i was always wondering i mean the tires are 15 years old (laughs) wow oh my god you did you left that part out well you got your money's worth i guess you're looking at it that way and i was able to buy the same exact brand again yeah they weren't that expensive and my neighbor's gonna have them bring them to a shop and have them installed with new New valve stems. Always change out your valve stems. That's cheap insurance. And have them. Ba- hey, do they balance? I noticed there's no weights on trailer no. tires. Why? No. Too small. The the, on, the only ones that I've ever have balanced have been uh, the big, uh, the 54-foot-long Hostar hydraulic water launch trailers that I used to use. Um, and those, each tire had its own independent suspension. Uh, those on occasion would be balanced but trailer tires as a whole no yeah you know so i shouldn't this, bother with that then probably not mike no, what do you think no probably all not. right no no but it brings up another point that that should be considered and and that is it's not just what the tread looks like that um tells you what condition the tire's in so if you're you are seasonal and you're doing your inspections and getting your boat ready for the season just like barry was doing it's not just how deep the tread is. It's the condition of the sidewalls. You need to really look at those tires to make sure that they're not dry rotted. And if they're 15 years old, you might want to consider <laughs> going ahead and bringing for another set. Let's assume they are dry rotted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, pro- I probably would have done that as a matter of course at probably at least the seven-year mark. Yeah, ju- just because. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I've started researching that, and DOT has uh, certain <laughs> rules for professional trucks and oh yeah they do after a certain number of years you just change them out when was the last time you had your trailer out uh out of the garage and we're rolling it around a little bit there barry do you have any idea last year i took it out last year but i haven't had a chance i i want to get the boat out this year and actually use it Mm -hmm. instead of just staring at it so that's what i was trying to do 
But in the meantime, while I was underneath there, and luckily I was able to get the wheels off because I put uh, a stuff called um, uh, anti-seize on all the yep. bolts. Yeah. Okay. If you don't put anti-seize on, you try to get these things off, you'll end up uh, sharing the bolts. But a little lube. A little lube. Absolutely. Um, all my cross members I had rebuilt a number of years ago, maybe five or six years ago. You know, the whole trailer, the brackets, everything. I went up to the uh, trailer place and I think um, somewhere, not Port St. Lucie, but somewhere up in Jupiter, that area. And I bought all the parts and uh, I was able to rebuild the trailer and everything looked great. But there's one area that had rust. It's a cross member that holds the bunks. And when I got underneath there, I kind of tapped it with a hammer and about a sixteenth of an inch of metal just fell off. And I mm. go, ooh, that's not good. No. <laughs> No, that oh. never is good. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good, th- good thing your boat only weighs like 50 pounds. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> I have to decide whether there's enough meat left on there to do anything with it. Or uh, should I? I don't know. It's, it's you know, the trailer is. Um, I, is I already know what direction you're going to go in. Yeah. The tra- is, I'd rather replace the cross member. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. an easy loader trailer. And I have to get in touch with them. And I've looked in their catalog. It doesn't look like they make this particular part. <laughs> so I've got to somehow either bring it up to them, which with the boat attached to it. Well, if you get if you if you've got the serial number, the VIN. Yes, I do. Uh, for the trailer, they should be able to go back in their records. It's not that old that they probably don't have their CAD drawings and would be able to fabricate the part that you need. It just because be it's great. not just because it's not in the catalog doesn't mean it's not available. Well, yeah, that's what I'm going to have to give yeah. them a call and see if they can do that for me and I know it ain't going to be cheap, but uh Well, it's I mean, a lot. is it just a metal bar that goes across kind of thing? Well, okay, it's just imagine- not a metal bar. No, your trailer has two rails yeah. on each side. Right. Then you have cross members that attach those two rails. Mm-hmm. Every, you know, Three cross members out of the four, I think, that are on there, uh, not including the axle, have these stubs that stick up from there, and they attach to the bunks that hold the boat in place. Right. So they're not just holding the side rails in place. They're holding the boat bunks in place, which hold Uh the boat. So if you got rid of that whole section there, now you have nothing holding the middle of the boat. Come on, yeah. Barry. Just, just do well, a floor. Just do a Florida man fix to it. Yeah. Get some. Get some U bolts. <laughs> right. And a, uh, a four that. a four by four. Yep. You can do this it, like a kinetics type. Game. I was I was at West Marine looking for any kind of kit that you could bolt would be something like U shaped. You would push it up in there and then have a mess of bolts go all the way across and tie it all down, fasten it together. You know to crush crush it all back into one piece but right. i don't know if i want to do that uh, aluminum well, sheets and a, duct tape yeah well you know what you can probably if if they don't make it anymore or can't make it i'm talking about uh, easy loader yeah um you can probably get the specifications on the metal and the dimensions and if there's a curvature or whatever but it, the, the one main thing is the exact type of metal and you can probably have a local fab shop make that for I you i think so yeah yeah. It's, that's possible. But again, the biggest problem is, is how do I do this with the boat on the trailer? And I, I've got an idea of how I would do it. What, take it off the trailer? Well, no. Um, <laughs> that would be the easy <laughs> way to yeah, That would be you know, the <laughs> first I step. Only, well, the, the, when I went to Easy Loader last time, they had this this tank 
where I guess they would take the boat off and they would work on the trailer and then load it back on. A giant balloon. Okay, I don't know where he's going with this, but we'll find out next on the World of Boating. Stay close. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast guys we have a situation i broke the bathroom how the heck did you manage to do that we ran out of teepee, so I had to use my shirt. Ew. Ew. Well, long story short, turns out that pipes on the boat are not BPT compatible. It can handle tidal waves that the stories talk about. And it can weather any storm. Come aboard, we're going out. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Barry the Boater, Captain Patrick, and Mike the Mariner rounded out the crew. All right, so Barry uh, found a problem with his his uh, trailer when he was uh, doing a little maintenance or, you know, upkeep over the Memorial Day weekend. Found out he had a flat tire or one that just wasn't going to work at all, just needed to replace it. And then he had these crossbars on his trailer that uh, were not holding any weight anymore. So, Well, what? yeah, they're, they're, they may not hold any more weight. You know, when you hit a piece of metal and chunks of it fall off, that's not a good sign. Yeah. You didn't do the berry test where you just got up on there and jumped up and down and see if like poosh, that'd be yeah. the one way to do it but but uh this technique to get the boat off the uh off the trailer so you could do some maintenance on the trailer you said they they suggested like a balloon like one of those you know balloon? Uh, uh well like one of those outdoor things <laughs> they put in the uh on the lakes and you jump on it and the other person's on the other end of the balloon they got that ha- for have your you boat? been watching too many disney movies again no i'm i've just been out at the uh out at the lake watching the kids uh play on those uh-huh. uh uh, Jumperoo type thing. The things. boat will do a backflip off the trailer. Exactly. Right, That'd be one. That's is that uh, the device <laughs> you were talking repairs. about to get no, your boat it, off? You just kind of inflate a balloon under it and lift it off, or what? No, I wasn't planning on taking the boat off the trailer because I really have no place to put it. Okay, but then uh, but you put a balloon to lift it up off the trailer, and then you guess and can get access to those bars, or what were you just trying to describe then? Well, <laughs> what I was going to try to do is just jack up or put. Um, jacks underneath the bunks to take the weight off of that particular section and then yeah. take off that cross member okay balloons but, uh, be way more fun uh, yes it would be if, yeah inflatable bags but if, yeah. if there's any other better ideas i am i just gave you one them. what do you want from me uh go bring me the balloons go find them just go into Publix, your local grocery store those big mylar you. things you yeah. might need several okay. of them but yeah. uh yeah Barry, you could probably just go to a marina, a local marina somewhere. They'll take the trailer off or take the boat off your trailer with the forklift, set it aside. You ah. can go do the repairs and then just come back and put the boat on the trailer again. Genius. That's a thought, that's a thought that I had, and, and we'll see what happens if I have to do that. Or uh, since I got that easy loader and they're still located up in the same area, I just looked them up. Um, I could drive the whole thing up there 
Oh yeah, they'll they'll love that. Yeah. Well, I, I would call them first to make an appointment. <laughs> yeah, good, good, good luck. Because I never get calls at the factory about people that are like, "Hey, would it be okay if I came by the factory with my 1992, you know, uh, 320?" No, sir, you cannot come. Yeah, but I just want to show you guys something, sir. Really appreciate Look, your wanting to show. These wheels are 15 but, years old. But uh, no, 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 no. I, that's where I went to get the parts last time, and they were very helpful. Yeah, they, sure. Hey, but no you didn't problem. show up with your boat on a trailer. I know, I know, but I want to make sure they get it, you know, get everything right. I would ask them. I, I would drop <laughs> names like Greg from World of Boating. Oh, you're doomed. Or Captain Patrick. <laughs> oh, no, that won't work. Or Mike. No. Here, here's what you do, Barry. What do I do? Okay. How big's your driveway? Is it a two car driveway? Yeah. Okay. Do you have a strip of grass on the side? Not really. Oh, okay. your HOA loves you. Yeah, I was about to say, I have an HOA, too. The boat has to stay in the garage. Can't have a boat sitting in the yard. Mm -hmm. uh, for 24 hours, I could, but that's about it. He has to keep yeah, well, his boat in the all, garage. That's, but all he, you, that's all you need. He has no grass. Yeah. So, you, you, you actually, you offload the boat on your driveway, just gently. Uh, what? Yeah, how? How are you going to get it off? He's well, like with His uh, boat weighs 50 hey, pounds. It's plastic. <laughs> You, you back it up into the yard, and then you rev your engine up, disconnect it from the trailer, rev your oh. engine up to about oh. 3,500 RPM. Oh, it's kind of like one here. of those magician trips, uh, tricks right. where you, yeah. right. you pull I, the dishes out from under the, the boat. <laughs> I have had to offload boats at a couple dealerships, small boats, mm -hmm. okay, not much smaller than Barry's, and literally on the foam blocks, on the ground, slide them off the trailer, Wind up on the on the ground, and then bring the customer's trailer in, and then crank it up on the trailer. It is not that hard to do, huh? This really, I got this picture in my mind of like uh, Barry talking to I his see. neighbors, like here, hold my beer, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> watch this. Watch I'm gonna I go a burnout. Yeah, <laughs> well, you know, there was well, Triumph when they were in business. They had. They had a okay. great commercial where they towed a boat without a trailer down this dirt road, <laughs> swung it around, splashed into the lake, and then they off they went. Well, there's an idea for you. <laughs> do, 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 could work. No, knowing Barry the way that I do, you've probably got an anchor point set somewhere in your garage that you could secure the transom of the boat, run a couple lines, hook the boat and the trailer up to your tow vehicle, and then slowly... Move forward to where the boat eventually comes off of the trailer and winds up gently on the ground on top of some type of protection. Hmm. So the boat, the boat's sitting in the driveway. Your trailer's now free, and now you can go up to to uh, the trailer place and have right. them turn you around because they're going to tell you, "No, sir, we are <laughs> not going to look at your your twenty five year old trailer." I, I will call them in it's, advance. Yeah. It's It'll much be like, more entertaining to use my method, though. Yeah. Just pop the clutch and floor it. Yeah, right. I, actually, you know, Bear, uh, Patrick's ideas it would work with all those balloons. <laughs> Just put the balloons <laughs> under the trailer when you pull away, and it'll <laughs> land, they'll, you know, your boat will land gently on the balloons. Take the trailer off. They'll send you back home with no hope whatsoever. And then the trick will be how do you get it back on there? He says it's easy to no, it's not easy to pull it up on the bunks. Yeah, it is. What well, do you do? Put Crisco on the bunks? Well, that, uh, that's spray one, spray one silicone. Idea. Yeah. Oh, 
Crisco would work too, probably. Though. No, spray spray silicone because that's what manufacturers have used in transferring boats from skids on the trailers to help uh, facilitate any the, kind uh, of gooey lotion would work, wouldn't it? Uh, spray silicone. <laughs> spray silicone. silicone. Spray silicone. Yes, I have silicone spray. Yeah, this, this is a family show. We're not talking about I use that on. Says who? I use that on all my uh, the yeah. rubber products. The silicone works good with them. Okay, uh, man, right. Greg. Yeah, but uh, and the other thing is the hubs. Uh, I noticed when I pulled the wheels off. That some steel came off the back side of them. Oh, that's not uh, good. So, yeah. Well, I'm going to look at them. They are oil bath hubs. Okay. They are not grease hubs. They actually have a, but yeah, a but clear metal cover came on. off of them. Is that what you well, said? Metal? Yeah. Yeah. You know, they're steel hubs and then the back of it. Uh, yeah. But, but here, here's the, the reason why we bought this up is again, here is somebody, Barry, who is it, it looks at very, very much so. And it doesn't take much or a very long amount of time, tires notwithstanding, because that's absolutely ridiculous. Um, <laughs> but but the other, you know, especially things like your fuel separator, uh, you know, the bracket there that you showed me. I mean, how quickly something like that, just in the environment you're in, even though you're in a garage, you're still in a, you're you're out on the coast area. You know, you got, there's salt water, certainly. Um, that how quickly that, that surface corrosion can set in and then cause some real problems, not just from an aesthetic where Barry, where you look at things and like, it's got to be a certain way and it should look a certain way because I know then that everything's all right, but that in a very short amount of time, how quickly things like that can turn. And if you're not staying on top of it how quickly it can get away from you and cause you some real problems. If you don't use right. it, you're going to lose it. And, uh, you know, so when it sits, that's that's that usually worse. All right. Well, we're going to have to wrap it up with that for this week, and hopefully that'll help Barry and, uh, you know, how he deals with his uh, boat. But he, at least he got it uh, caught up to a certain extent. Yep. Maybe next week we'll get the update. Till then, remember, whether it's sail or motor, life, life is, is better, better as, as a motor. Safe boating, everyone. World of Boating is brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Any of this getting through to you, son? World of Boating is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Computer standing by. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at (gasps) worldofboating.com. Computers can do that? So tell a friend and come aboard every week for the World of Boating. This is so great. I can't wait. I'm getting goosebumps. Feel me. Feel me. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. TTFN, ta-ta for now. The opinions you just heard on the world of boating are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. What are you being such a weenie for? While on the water, your safety and the safety of many others depends on you. So boat smart and operate your vessel only after receiving the proper training and instruction for your area. There is a fine line between genius and madness. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at worldofboating.com.